My name is Louie. My name's Preston. We are recording once again, live from the Trap House. In a moment of seriousness, we're going to get this out here so we can go to more stupider, goofier things like our usual content. But rest in peace to everyone that lost their lives in the shooting yesterday. It really sucks that I originally thought it was just like a robbery, but it was literally just a shooting that's what it was it was this guy well who was bitter about losing his job that probably had some other problems and it's fucked up it's sad it's sad for everybody this is good for us as a like official statement like i know this is just kind of randomly thrown in here but we do need to say something about it because we'll always be a local podcast Uh uh-huh and we're very much louvillians Uh not a lot of people take pride in their city and louisville is a hard city to take pride in uh-huh. But it I has am, some I am a townie. And yeah, there it is not perfect But it has some great far. things about it. It does have some great things. So, you know, our hearts go out to our city, but... Yeah, the families especially, because I can't even imagine... In America right now. If, like, your son went to work one day, and they fucking got killed at yeah. a bank. What type just of shit is that? Just doing your fucking job, dude. What type of shit is that? You can just be that? out doing your fucking job, and some crazy person shows up with a weapon that our government... Or at least our state government is like, no, people should be able to have those. We should all understand that we take a risk every time we leave the house. Yeah. And we go outside every day knowing that there's a possibility that some bullshit might happen. Yeah. And we might not fucking survive. That's just humanity throughout history. But we can't live in fear. We have to keep living our lives. We can't live in fear of the next thing happening even though... I know for a fact that it's going to shake some people, just like a wake-up crawl as far as you know. Well, and it's it's crazy because we're of a generation where school shootings were a really normal thing, like consistently happening thing it used while to we be, were in school. But and it, so it's not even like, I feel like I came to terms with that possibility at a younger age, basically, that, oh, I could go to school and there could be some threat, but like, fuck them. It used to be a thing, though. Where it was like a big deal. Yeah. But now it doesn't even hardly make like front pages of the news. And that's a True. quick thing I want to tackle. Them calling I the shooter that an a- a- that aggressive is why, assaulter. Dude. Fuck you media yeah. for being fucking pussies. That's my take Louis, on that. I'm so glad you said that because I was about to try to transition to that. You just came out and said it. Honestly, I think that's part of why it was confusing what was really happening at first. Because I had a customer stop by and he was like, you got the news on? I was like, bro, I don't, we don't have a TV here. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't got the news on. And he was like, some shit's going on downtown. And I was like, oh, some shit. And I looked it up and I was like, it didn't even say at a bank. It just said in this general area of downtown by Slugger State, like there was a lot of just conflicting and weird information early on and of course it's crazy when we live in a day and age where somebody could just be like i don't think that's real and just be walking around with that as their take and i don't want to this will be the last thing i say yeah i don't want to make this a political conversation 
But shout out to the cops too for doing yeah. their job and fucking stopping this literal yeah, mass at least, murderer. At least basically. they got the guy. That's that is kind of my take at the end of the day as well. You hear some of the stories and like I forget which one this was. Dude could have totally gotten away when, and when there was done it somewhere else. When or there was the like shooting that. at like uh, elementary school, remember yeah. that the fucking cops were like standing outside for like an hour, basically True. let Did nothing yeah. them fucking kill kids inside yeah. because they were fucking pussies. So at least LMPD. I don't like cops, but did their job. I I I'm happy that they did what they were supposed to do. Anyways. Anyways. Onto your regularly scheduled programming. So it's kind of been a weird week. Very in weird. In my week. opinion. We're in between like big pieces of news, right? Because yeah. there's a bunch of big news like in the last couple of weeks, but last week, I mean, there just hasn't been a lot happening, you know. We're kind of in between sports right now. There's there's literally like nothing going on right now. Mm-hmm. The NBA playoffs are about to start, but they haven't started yet. So I've just been fucking sitting around the house, you know. I've been watching iZombie. So, so I really don't got a lot to say. <laughs> That's uh, what what year did that come out, Louis? What year are you living in right now? It came out in like 2015, I think. You're living and in I, 2015. I'm so proud of you. That's such a I good did, time. I didn't Dude, watch it in 2015, Louis. You know it's hard times when I'm watching like my my comfort shows. <laughs> All right, everybody has them. Everybody has their comfort shows. Nikki and I were about to go back and watch House for like what would be my third time of watching House. Is House good. House is so good, really? Louis. If you've never watched House, I encourage you to go watch it. It's so long. So, it's so good. It's so, for how long it is. It's overall really good. So is it more complex than like a regular run of the mill? Kinda. Like, it's a good drama. Show? It's a good drama, and there is a lot of drama in it. But it's also really funny. Uh, Hugh Laurie is one of my favorite actors in general. Mm-hmm. All it takes is a really good character for me to like a show. There doesn't have to be a great show overall, but if there's a character that I can just enjoy watching, that's fine. That's all I really need. I feel that. So I've been watching some cartoons as well. We we watched oh, yeah. uh, Rick or not Rick and Morty. Morty. Blech. Regular show. <laughs> Cut that shit out, please. <laughs> you Make said Rick less... and Morty. Mate, li- and then you sound said... less butted. And then you were hey, they're very similar. They're very similar. You can't tell me that the shows aren't overall similar. That's why I think regular show is superb, because it is the original. Do they kind of influence that? Rick and Morty. Do you ever watch Scrubs? That's the only... You like Scrubs, do That's the you? only, like, doctor type of thing that I watch. I've never watched all of it. I started to, it's and it just goofy. doesn't... It is too goofy for me. Um, I also probably watched that at a good age because I was, like, 14. Yeah, yeah. So it was still kind of, like, silly enough. And, you know, I enjoy. liked a lot of sitcoms more back sitcoms then. Sitcoms do like, feel goofy I watched to me, The and Office. I'm not a, I watched I'm not a Seinfeld person, you know? Like, I stuff love like that. Seinfeld. I don't know. It's so funny. Caroline would agree with I like you the office. she doesn't fuck with Seinfeld. I like, or I like the early office. Afterwards, it starts to... Ugh. There's a There was a whole wave of, like, newer sitcoms where it was less laugh track heavy and it was more subtle than that, like that office, uh, like Parks and Rec, which was kind of I know the same a lot thing. of people really like Parks and Rec. It was pretty good. Talk about an uh, all-star cast, True. too. Because it was a bunch of these people before they were big as hell. Very fucking Like, true. Chris Pratt was just the fat friend. Aubrey Plaza. 
she's great in that. All that's one of those shows that's very character driven for me. Yeah, just a lot of good characters that you like that you might dislike, but sometimes, you but really you also like. like to dislike them. Like the Michael Scott thing. Yeah. My, he's so cringe, but he's also, like, very wholesome. My dad says that The Office is kind of hard to watch because It can be. I mean, he just says, like, the cringiest he thing. He does. He's so You know why up. it's funny, though? Because it's real. Because everybody has, everybody had has a boss, a boss that's really cringe. That doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> everybody knows that person, alright? That's what makes character-driven shows really good, mm. is if you can, like, relate to them in that way where you're like, Oh, I fucking know that guy. So, uh, one thing that was interesting about iZombie, it kind of predicted the Alec Baldwin thing, where he shot and killed somebody because there's a murder in the show where they're filming for a show called Zombie High that's in the show, and this dude's supposed to shoot a fake gun at him, but he was given a real gun, and it fucking kills off one of the characters. So they're like investigating the murder and shit. They're talking, they're interviewing like these zombies on the set, and they're like, "Yeah, zombies are so underrated. You know what? There should be there should be a show where the zombies the main character, <laughs> and the like. There's like a cop partner in it, and he's just like, "That's dumb. <laughs> That's dumb. That's fucking gold. I like self-aware comedy." I'm not mad at that kind of joke. You should be able to poke fun at your content. It's kind of, it's really hard. To, it's breaking. It's like breaking the fourth wall for uh, TV, and basically. When they break the fourth wall at almost anything, it's hard. I usually don't like it. It can be hard to watch, yeah. Because sometimes it's just kind of fucking stupid, especially yeah. with comedies. I mean, like, I feel like half the jokes in Monty Python. Like, the Holy Grail is fucking, you know, haha, this is a movie, haha, mm-hmm. this is supposed to be medieval times, but we have a bunch of stupid shit that wasn't in medieval times. You get the joke, you guys, that <laughs> it's not actually real? Like, we know that it's not actually real, so I don't think it's that funny. Uh, Two meta is also a very real thing, yeah. My taste in TV shows is very strange. I don't know if... We've talked about this a lot, but I just watch a lot of bullshit, for real. Like, I enjoy shit that's less than an hour that I can just turn my mind off to, maybe watch one in a city if I don't have any time, and just fucking turn my brain off. Me and Caroline are watching... It's just background noise. Me and Caroline are watching the new Outer Banks. I don't know if you Uh, know anything about that. I can't watch shit like that, Louis. It's sorry. It's fucking... I'm not even judging you for that. I just can't enjoy it i get it uh, there are a lot it's of things bad. like that, that i get yeah no it's bad it's but you bad, like to watch it but I it's like a it. it's a guilty pleasure there that is a whole category of tv is guilty pleasures and all dramas are really like that you know oh it just it feeds a little part of me it's like watching uh like real housewives shit uh-huh. where it's just yeah. so cringe but you're also like damn these are self-absorbed people at least I'm not doing as bad as them yeah <laughs> <laughs> like at least I'm not that uh not well adjusted that's literally the only thing positive that reality shows do is make you feel more normal <laughs> in your weird little life yeah you're like oh well at least I'm not a fucking bitch that hates her friends yeah <laughs> 
dude. Recently, is that, is that the plot of all that shit? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> They're all friends, but they also fucking hate each other, and yeah, they are all bitches, so I, I agree. Do you think that, that those same habits would be exhibited in all human friend groups to some degree? Like, if you had, like, a confessional room <laughs> where you could go go back there and do, give a do soliloquy... We all hate our friends a little bit? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> like, I can imagine, like, if I was in confessional, <laughs> even <laughs> though I love Pierce, I would be like, half the time, you know, God damn it, Pierce. Fuck. Your ass is fucking silly. <laughs> silly Pierce. <laughs> we just had this motherfucker on. <laughs> nah, I love that's why I gave that as an alias. He knows that it's yeah. no actual shame. Yeah. But, but don't you think that's true? That I can't everyone disagree. would probably have something to say about somebody? <laughs> that might be the most real thing I've ever heard you say, Louie. Maybe a, it is closer that's to reality. That's a pretty good revelation. Maybe it is closer to reality than we care to admit. True. Anyways. No, I think that's a good thought experiment, though. Like, I, I definitely think... I like people watching. You know, uh, and that is definitely like a people watching thing. Is if you ever watch like a group of friends interact, it's really interesting. I've gone to like things for one of my coworkers. And uh, it's like them and their friends interacting. Uh, it's also like it was one of my younger coworkers, and it was for their birthday, and they were just like, "I just want to have you guys like have a picnic with you guys for my birthday." It was all them and their little friends, uh, and I was just like, "They are wholesome. All of these kids are wholesome. I'm so glad that they are." All, like, a little collective. It's crazy to people watch and, like, think about uh, social dynamics like that. I was, that's that's one of my favorite things to do at, like, work sometimes. Each group kind of interacts differently. Like, you ever be around, like, a friend group that, like, you don't really vibe with? Yeah, it's a whole much, different vibe in that It feels group. like you're almost speaking a different language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I'll have that when... I'll go and hang around some people, and all they want to do is talk about, like, their real life shit. And I just have no interest in reality at all. (laughs) Just vibe. Just show up and vibe. And that's usually what I'll have to do when I'm like, I don't want to fucking talk to you people. Damn. (laughs) We've all been in that scenario, haven't we? I'm not talking shit about anyone in particular. That that tells it's, me that it's the wrong size friend group. Is if it's like a weird dynamic, because the right size friend group you should be able to click off with like a couple of people. Yeah, uh, that's a larger social situation though. It's it's really weird being at like a friend's party. Uh, that is one of the weirdest social dynamics I can think of. Because they'll have friend groups within the overall friend group, and they'll sort of rotate around. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is so interesting that that's a thing that people consistently do. Like, every every party I've ever been to, it is, like, the, the person that is friends with everybody that is, like, hosting, uh-huh. or whatever, or who it's for, just rotates around. Says hi to all their little clicks. Yeah, makes the little rotations. I'm, uh... My mom's having a party this week, and I'm definitely going to have to be on that mode where 
kind of the host, you know, there's going to be a bunch of family and shit there. Yeah. Going to be one of the only people that, you know, everybody knows. So you just had to make the rounds, you know, make sure everybody's For sure. happy and not fighting each other. <laughs> Is that the secret undertone to when you're having to play host when you you are making everything run smoothly yeah. when you're younger you're more worried about people you're breaking shit yeah that's true. more of a thing when you're younger true. but when you're older you know you're making parties sure. are less rowdy when you're older you know people aren't just breaking shit true. like true. fucking idiots <laughs> but you know if my aunt from this side of the family if my aunt from this side of the family they start talking about politics. You know what's worse, Louie? <laughs> what? A family reunion. Yeah. Worse than just a party is a family reunion. Yeah. Because... Because then you got to make your rounds, but it's not <laughs> like you're making your rounds. It's like you're being held hostage. <laughs> repeatedly. Yeah. It's like you walk into one room for food and there's like two motherfuckers you got to talk to for five minutes or ten minutes. Or yeah. More if somebody likes to talk a bit too much. Bruh. Then you're someone, When an old pe- old person really catches your ear, they start telling you, like, they war chew stories. They out. They chew you out. Bro. You're like, bro, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom over here. I got some family reunions coming up. But you can't just cut them off because they're mid-story. And it would be fucking rude to just be like, you know middle of a sentence just walk away yeah something I've probably experimented with but <laughs> the great Ludini dude no that's actually oh my god you know what the perfect hiding spot is at a family gathering what? a fucking basement yes let's go those are always where the cool people are too exactly Exactly, like the cool cousins in the basement <laughs> playing cards or some shit. And that basement could be most... unfinished as hell, storage space, <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If there's a table, there. if there's a chair of some sort, you vibe in the basement. Did every kid have that exact same <laughs> I think so. thing where they're banished <laughs> to the underground almost? Not banished, because like you said... It was better. It's better there. this way. Because <laughs> you could just do kind of stupid shit. the children shit. in the basement. We used to be playing poker in the basement at like yeah. grandparents. No, that's what I do at some family reunions. Because they sure. have like a whole poker table down there. Yeah. So. so do you was, like playing poker, Louie? I'm not very good at it. I don't I'm really not very know, good at it either. I don't really know the rules very well. Louie, so you want to go to the casino? Do the podcast live from Vegas. Have I told you that I've been to a casino? Before? Let's go to Atlantic City, actually. Sounds more affordable. Have I told you my story when I went to a casino? No. It's not really a story. Give me the casino story. It was fucking... We went to Caesars, and... Cool. And my friend Usher was just balling on... <laughs> on... Uh, fuck, what was it? Roulette. Hey. He kept going red, or he kept going blue and he just kept doubling it up hey. and he went up like 200 something dollars at a point but then he just kept playing and kept playing Fuck. and kept playing and the house wins every time yeah yeah the house you gotta doesn't win all the time you gotta right? know when to leave that's the real yeah secret to doing that shit is don't buy it's, into gambling 
honestly, if you if you it's win impossible. at something like that, that's just chance. Those those are the games that I would sort of play. Uh-huh. If it's a game of skill like poker, if I was good at it, I would play it. We played blackjack for a yeah. few hands, and it was fucking hard. Like I don't know how, but that card fucking, games can be kind of hard. That fucking dealer almost got blackjack like every time. Yeah, and it was like, bro, of course we're not gonna fucking win, because every time I get a hit, I'm either gonna fucking bust, yeah, or I'm gonna be way too low. Yeah, I like the idea of like giving yourself a budget. Like, what would happen if you went into That's a casino with do. a budget and you were like, okay, I'll do like two games of this, and then I'll go play some machines. I feel like also if you only make, it's possible to go there and just make a little bit of money. Uh huh. Pretty easily. You yeah. can go to a casino and walk out with like but, 50 bucks. That's pretty easy. But because you keep playing, you end up losing. Yeah. So you just gotta know, like, however much money I have. It depends is what on how much you I'm walk in with lose. as well. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, because I did a good job of being like, okay, I'm just bringing like 50 bucks. I have every intention to fucking just lose this shit playing Did games. You lose it all or. Damn. Yeah. Because cause I did. Uh, the roulette and I did the blackjack and I did the blackjack was hard yeah and I did a few sports bets because that was before sports betting was legal in Kentucky nice woohoo yeah. but Very but nice. I bet on three games it was just at the beginning of the NFL season and my gut was telling me to pick the Seahawks even though they don't really have a quarterback they kind of been doing good and my gut said that and then Alejandro was there, and he was like, you don't want to pick the Seahawks, bro. Damn. And I fucking shouldn't have listened to him, because I would have made money, because they were huge underdogs in that game. Yeah. But yeah, I made three stupid bets, and then that was a wrap. All my money was gone. Damn. The end. <laughs> it, at least I didn't have, you know... Over a like hundred in the hole? A thousand dollars or something. thousands. Bro. Bro. People lose a lot of fucking money Dude, on their that's, gambling. That's how they make money. That's the whole system. It's honestly like it's crazy that people have a gambling addiction. They're like, no, there's I'll get it back. There's no way I'll get it back. Gambler's fallacy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one picture where it's the guy. Like if you can't digging. believe that the house won what the fuck do you even know? Have you seen that meme where it's the guy digging? And he stops right before the diamonds, and then he's walking back all <laughs> sad, and and then it says keep gambling. Oh my god, that's horrible. I hate propaganda like that. But uh, we're totally taught to gamble at a young age. You've kind of talked about this already too, but it's true. Yeah, we literally play like children's roulette. Yeah. But instead of real money, it's with, like, fruity rolls and shit. <laughs> well, and, like, video games and stuff are generally designed to be like that. Social media is designed to be like that. Phones in general are designed to uh, feel addictive and tactile. That's part of the vibration setting on, like, iPhones and shit. Uh, it's kind of satisfying if you if you like the tactile feeling of uh-huh. a phone. It's it's a satisfying feeling. I like. I don't really like it. I like having my phone on like silent. It's. I always have mine on silent. My phone sucks. 
Uh-huh. Honestly. So I really only watch shit on it, use social media on it, uh-huh. and message people on it. I don't even do phone calls. I have that shit set to only like three contacts can actually, it'll oh, ring yeah. for them. All the other yeah. ones, it's just on uh, silent list or vibrate. No, but you should be. I don't really call It's you, like my so. wife and my mom. <laughs> and, uh... God damn it. I didn't make... Maybe my grandmother. Me. God damn it. I'm gonna think about that all day. <laughs> Bro. It'll vibrate, but it, it's not gonna ring. I was in class today. I made so many calls from Nikki that she was like, you gotta make sure that shit rings. And I was like, you know what? I'm going in the settings and I'm making it only ring for her. And then it didn't ring for, like, my mom or my grandma. Yeah, and I was like, oh pissed. shit, I feel bad. They didn't. They weren't pissed. They just ended up texting me, or I would text them back because I saw it later. But I would just miss calls all the time, bro. I gotta tell you about this because this is fucking unrelated, but it's just so funny. And this happened today. Uh, I was in class earlier today, and and it's literally like the first like five seconds of the class, and the people next to me are laughing, and they're like, I think his fly is down. The professor's fly was down the entire class. And it was kind of awkward, but I was also kind of holding back laughter because it was so funny. He was talking about fucking uh, slope intercept form. (laughs) (laughs) His fly was just down. I wish it was socially acceptable acceptable to just raise my hand and be like, Professor, your your fly is down. down. Just hit him with, sir, your flies. Because it's the same type of thing as, like, saying, like, you got food in your teeth. Like, I get what you're saying. You are doing them a favor. You are doing a good thing by doing that. And you're, you're making, taking some of the awkwardness you're by making, doing a good thing for No, somebody. you're making the embarrassment, like, not last as long. Yeah. Because it just feels awkward to just watch. Because because I couldn't now. say that, we walked... We listened to the professor's lecture for an entire hour and 15 minutes, and his fly was down the entire time. Bro, <laughs> so very early into class, you were aware of that. Literally, like, the very beginning of the class. Bro, that's a, that's a good uh, social experiment right there, too. Just walk around with your fly down. See how people react. I would if I had a fly. Always wearing the sports shorts, the Nikes. listen to Someone New by Caroline Rose. I feel like I've heard that before. Maybe I have. Really? Maybe I haven't. I don't know. It sounds familiar. Do you think it sounds familiar in a way like it's similar to some things you've heard on the radio? That could also or be. Or like maybe Nikki's played it. 
I don't know. Either of those are a possibility. That's how I feel about it. But pretty run-of-the-mill pop song. I really like pop music, man. The thing yeah. about pop music, it just has to be good. I mean, that sounds fucking just, stupid no. to say. My, my my playlist for work that's just like stuff I can play over the cafe speakers, uh, that's all, you know, PG-13, uh, we'll say, is all kind of poppier music than what uh, I usually listen to. But it's all good shit still. I like pretty much everything about this. I say this whenever I talk about a track that's more aesthetic than lyrical. Mm -hmm. But I like every part of this, you know. I like the sound of it. I like the electronic shit in it. I don't know if you're as big of an electronic person as I am. Uh, or at least I grew up on it, so I, I just like kind of have... I like a lot of uh, MGMT kind of That's sound. That's definitely stuff. electronic. You know, or like uh, Glass Animals, Tame Impala, stuff like that. That's all way poppier. Definitely electronic, too. Yeah, and very electronic. I like some good guitars. Mm -hmm. Every time I hear a really good song in that sort of area, it makes me want to sell my acoustic guitar and get an electric guitar. Because uh -huh. that's what I first learned on, and I'm just kind of like... It's easier to play. It's so thin. Uh -huh. You can get those really unique, distorted sort of sounds. I like uh, putting, I don't even know what it's technically called, but basically it frets it down, uh -huh. and you can sort of lock it into place and play it higher pitched. I know. And it changes the whole sound. I, I love electric guitars. You know a song is good when it kind of makes you want to do shit like that. Mm -hmm. It makes me when, miss playing an electric guitar. When I'll listen to like a rap song and I'll be like, this makes me want to rap yeah. type of thing. Or when I hear something by Terrence Martin, like he's always in a song for like a few seconds or whatever. Even a few it's seconds. It's kind of the same thing if a song makes you want to sing along. Do it. You know? Yeah. I really like the lyrics too. Uh, I like lyrics and everything. You know what I'm saying. If it's not very good lyrics, especially if it's like cringy lyrics, it'll mm -hmm. make me not really want to listen to something. But it, she's talking about she's talking about like a breakup, and she's saying that you're with someone new. She looks yeah. just like me. Yeah. And because of that, she's talking about uh, that's a changing, fucked up feeling too. That's really isn't isn't that, that is, about a bitch? Yeah, when, right. When it's like you got the dollar it's, version, dude, <laughs> dude. No, that's like uh, Jolene. Sort of feeling. Where uh, it's just like uh, comparing yourself to someone else yeah. who is with someone that you like were with or wish you could be with. That sort of shit. I Those are very complex that. love sort of dynamics to write about. Totally. And I, I like a good love song. There's yeah. always some... That's some of my favorite like soul classics and shit like that. Mm. Are all the the sort of ballads. Yeah. Basically. She really There's is. There's a great sound in there. She's talking about heartbreak, but she is also talking about love. And it's and it's good to like mix the emotions of like anger and love into a story yeah. like that. Because that just makes it more emotional. That makes it real more passionate and real. It. Yeah. Because I feel like some of the you know, poppy lo love songs, like they make the shit just sound perfect. Yeah. <laughs> or just know? like sort of dreamy and. Like, yeah. The, the sort of honeymoon phase, not the yeah. harsh aspects of... Of real love. Of real love, yeah. But she also talks about since he's dating someone that looks like her, she's kind of changing her own shit. She's buying new sheets. She's mm -hmm. uh, changing her appearance. Yeah. And 
she also says the that next time you see me, you'll barely recognize me. Even though they're broken up, she's still kind of doing it for him yeah. in the idea that one day he might see her and be like, damn, she's not the same person that she used to be. That's another harsh aspect of yeah of a relationship like that. It's, it's crazy uh, to like think about putting feelings like that out in a song yeah you know that's such an intimate sort of thing like personal feeling and experience Uh and that's why it's it is powerful to to like perform something like that even that's why people are more likely to do like the basic love songs because you'll get brownie points yeah for writing a basic love song but if you were dating somebody... And if it's and poppy enough, putting, people will listen. They'll always listen to a poppy love song. Imagine if you were dating somebody that was talking about some shit like that. Yeah. That would kind of be like, you know, damn, I didn't even know that you felt like that. And now you're broadcasting it to a, a billion people worldwide. Yeah. You know, especially if they were like a big artist. Yeah, they're well, it's crazy when uh, bigger artists talk about their emotions, uh-huh. too. What I love about any... Any artist that I actually connect with, mm-hmm. it is because they'll they'll talk some real shit in their songs. I like that. Overall, sonically, lyrics are cool. I don't know. I just don't listen to... I think I went through a phase where I definitely listen to more female artists. Uh-huh. But I think generally what's just like on Spotify related to shit that I listen to is never going to recommend female artist yeah there is a playlist that i have that is more like lyrically based stuff yeah and there's a lot of singer songwriter females and i'm kind of mad about that too because it's i think it's just about what's out there and what like the algorithms will push at you i'm much more likely to listen to male rapper than a female rapper and because i like a lot of female rappers because but i fully agree with because of most of what I listen to is rap, it kind of makes yeah. it harder because I have a couple, you know, exceptions to the rule. Obviously, like I really like Rap City, yeah, and you know, Tierra Whack is really good. I'm not saying I don't like them. It's just like it's not, a lot of what I like is some weird underground shit or some like you know almost popular shit like we just listened mm-hmm. to. Because of that. I mean, there's not a bunch of women in the underground that are really being pushed like that that are on my radar, at least. And I could be ignorant, but whatever. Here's a fun thing that I'm going to bring to the table. So I basically have a montage. So this all started with one tweet that said, Charlemagne is really an interviewer that don't hold in none of his intrusive thoughts. Damn. And because of that... That sparked all these amazing quote tweets where it's <laughs> all the crazy ass fucking shit that Charlemagne has said over Please. the years. And it's so fucking funny, bro. So, I have seen clips of him. He is unfiltered. He says some butted shit. That's why he's likely to be in the memes because he'll just say something so crazy. Yo. So this is a clip that I think a lot of people have seen where he's talking to Mariah Carey. And that 
demonstrates kind of what the original tweet talking about. Like, he literally hey, says whatever's in his mind. Oh my God. No disrespect. Bro. I didn't know you had ass like that. Damn, we're live on the radio. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm so dead. Oh my God. Radio shows are wild, though. You know? Like, all radio hosts are just a personality type. Yeah. And they definitely play it up on purpose to some degree. Oh, for sure. But there's some degree where you're getting into dangerous territories. Very dangerous territories. When he just can't even, like, stop himself. He literally (laughs) just did not pause. He he was like, no disrespect. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry to say. (laughs) But you seem to have an ass. And he said that like she didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this is a clip of him with Soldier Boy. Oh my god. I'm Compton. I am from Bompton. You from Compton? Yeah, I'm from Bompton, yeah. I thought you were from Mississippi somewhere. Nah, nah, I'm from Bompton. I'm from California, Bompton, yeah. How? What you mean, how? Where you from? South Carolina? Yeah, yeah. How you from here? I was born and raised here. <laughs> okay, believe that. You were born in Compton? Nah, I was born in Chicago. I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm Compton. I am. He's asking the real question. It did sound like he was fucking with him because he kept saying Bompton. Yeah. And he said, So Compton? You're from Compton? <laughs> really trying him on the radio. Like, what if Soldier Boy felt the type of way about that? He was like, Man, fuck you, Charlemagne. I think that's kind of why. Bompton. I think that's why Kanye likes him because. Yeah, it, because they're it kind seems of like similar. they would get along. <laughs> yeah. Is this one bad? This video is fucking hilarious. This is this is perfectly cropped. So it's like a <laughs> three second clip. Oh my god. And it's kind of quiet, so make sure that you listen to this. He's talking to Serge Ibaka, who's a big ass basketball player. Let's not move on from your meat. Let's talk about you in those gray sweatpants. Let's not move on from your meat. Let's talk about you in those gray sweatpants. Let's talk about you in those gray sweatpants. <laughs> Get the fuck That's out. That's crazy. <laughs> Get the fuck out. What Talking the about another man's meat. <laughs> he said, bro, the gray sweatpants. This is some of it he did after an interview with J-Lo. That guy. Yeah, that guy right there. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. It's J-Lo. Thank you, guys. <laughs> J-Lo just left. Bruh. <laughs> so, uh-uh. because this is a non-visual medium, uh-uh. I have to explain what that was. Honestly, I might put that up as the fucking picture. After, it might be him after, face deep in the chair that she just sat in. Giving it a big old sniff where J-Lo was sitting. He held it. He like... He hit he that like, like a bomb. Yes. He like pulled the chair into his face. That's some demented shit. I think everyone knows the logic one. Where he's talking to logic. And he says, possibly the most outlandish thing anyone's ever said on the radio. His father was a crackhead, right? Oh, he was. He's doing good now. He's, he's doing you know, good he's now. now. But it's crazy. It's all about Who the hell raped your sisters? Oh, man. I don't want to get into that. It's a little too personal. Who the hell raped your sister? <laughs> 
If I'm logic, bro, I'm fighting over that. I would bro. leave. I'm surprised that man didn't leave. You <laughs> like, I don't want to die about he that. He said, man. too personal, dude. I mean, yeah. I think if you're going to be on with him, you might already know what you're getting yourself into a little bit. And might not be that shocked when he says something like that. And know to just bat it off with, that's too personal. <sighs> Who's he with this time? He's with some random shows at this one. But what he says is so crazy. Mm-hmm. I just got to say it. I'm gonna be if I was to ever, you know, be getting raped by another man. Yeah. Yikes. I would offer him a hit. Fuck that. I ain't sucking no dude's dicks, bro. I just care to get raped. Why? Why? (laughs) Why? Because his brain went there and he had to say it. He doesn't know how to stop his mouth. This is one where he's talking to Magic Johnson. Yeah, Jesus. And as everyone knows, Magic had HIV. At one yeah. point, and he said to recover from it. So this is... When you first got the information, did you ever say to yourself, it was that nasty bitch from Sacramento who did that? <laughs> when, you, when you first got... Oh my God. I know... He really can't stop himself. I, I know that you got cured for AIDS, but do you ever wonder, like, who gave <laughs> dude, you the HIV dude, in the first dude, place? It's like they're compulsive liars, and he is a compulsive truth teller. <laughs> Oh my god. I feel like my uncle's kind of like that, where he just has zero filter at all. He'll just say, I mean, he's funny sometimes, but sometimes he just says Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's off-putting. Sometimes he says something where it's like, you really had no self-control to (laughs) not say that. And that'll be at the failure reunion, too. Oh, great. He's just harassing. He's inviting people on to let him harass them a little bit. I don't even remember what this one is. Nah, yeah. Act like your vagina got some value, damn it. Nah, yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. Act like your vagina got some value, damn it. Nah, yeah. I feel like I can't say anything after that. Act like your say. vagina got some value, damn it. <laughs> that is crazy. Put that on a throw pillow. <laughs> I was so weak going through those because... You know what would actually be really funny? What? Stuff with those quotes on it. Like t-shirts? Yeah. (laughs) A t-shirt that says, uh, act like your vagina got some value, damn it. Or other out-of-pocket phrases. Oh my god. Who the hell raped your sister? Oh my god. Nah, man. Logic composed himself so well. That honestly, see, that's... Reason one million and one why it would suck to be a celebrity. True. Because logic in that situation cannot win. Because people are going to bar him up if he doesn't say anything, but they bar yeah. him up if he, like, beat his ass, which is kind of <laughs> what you should do in that situation. I'm glad to know you would you would uh, go. I don't, because I don't have a sister. But if that <laughs> type of thing actually happened, I'd be like, bruh. Talking about nah. their shit on live television, like, not Throw television, but shit that's gonna be seen yeah. by millions and millions of people. That's totally, like, he's gotta be, like, incendiary just to be incendiary. Either that, because, or he's just built different, I don't know. Because what answer was he expecting there? What was the best case scenario answer for logic there? For him to be like, <laughs> oh yeah, we know who did it. Or, we, we don't know. Yeah, actually, we don't know. Yeah. Why would we know? People just out here being famous, saying shit like that. <laughs> just just being famous by being outrageous. 
He is famous for saying yeah. kind of crazy shit. Exactly. You think that's all the time we got? I think we're at that time. Alright. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Highly Suspicious Podcast. We will be back next Friday, every Friday. Um, link in bio, as always, to our social medias. Um, follow us. Uh, click that notification bell, or where it, whatever the fuck it looks like on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever the hell you're listening to this. And, yeah, thank you for joining us. Goodbye. Goodbye.